You are listening to The Ben Keats Show, where every day the objective is simple. Ben will never stop fighting the fight and lighting the light on topics that affect you every day. Folks, welcome back to The Ben Keats Show. My name is Ben, and I am glad to continue this journey again with you this week. This is episode six. Um, it's kind of funny. I, I go through my, my week thinking about what will episode nine be? What I have this idea. And honestly, it's kind of all I think about what, what I could talk about this week. And, uh, this, this sounds, this is a good topic. And so, um, I think the point is that this is going to be going on for a while. Um, I'm having a blast enjoying myself and just this, um, I guess it's a journey. It's kind of a cliched word, but I guess it kind of is. And uh, yeah, it's a lot of fun. So let's talk about kind of how I came up with the topic today. So episode five was about dads. And so it seemed like a natural progression to go to moms. And I just wasn't 100% clear of how I wanted to handle that. I guess that means there's nothing wrong with moms, uh, which actually leads to other jokes. Of course, now you know, all the people in my life that I'm close to, there's the what's wrong with me, nothing. And that's just, you know, inside joke humor throughout my week. But um, I didn't feel, I wasn't ready for the mom's one yet. I, I have to think about that. But I wanted to, you know, stay on the female track. And for some reason, it was much easier to come up with what's wrong with wives. And I'm not for sure why that is. You can insert any type of joke you want at that point. But so that's today. What's wrong with wives? And uh, yeah, I mean, I've had one of them. I don't now. That's also a joke in case she's listening. I'm sure she's my number one fan. But anyway, um, <laughs> we'll see. We'll see what happens with this uh, this episode today. So on a serious note, um, one more little plug. I so appreciate any type of um you know, subscribing and following, whether you're following on the audio only through Spotify or Apple, uh, definitely it helps me out to be a follower, uh, a subscriber. So thank you in advance. And, uh, especially if you know someone who may like the episode, feel free to, to forward as I'm kind of looking just to kind of organically, uh, develop this and whatever happens happens. So, Anyway, onwards and upwards to what's wrong with our wives. And I think kind of for practicality purposes, this could be girlfriends. Although I, for a couple of reasons, I'm just going to focus on the married the married females out there. So let, let's kind of start with this. Let's go back a little bit. Um, you fell in love with this guy and... He was just, um, he was attractive and he captivated you. Uh, maybe he was funny, strong. There was something about him, m- multiple things, let's hope, right? That drew you to this man and you decided to get married. And that's outstanding, right? I mean, that's what us guys kind of live for. We enjoy that type of maybe adoration or how, how a female may view us, how a female may look at us. That's good. Let's let me ask this question to you though. Why did you start that adventure where you were okay getting married? 
you're fine and dandy starting a family. Why? You need to know the answer to that. Now, the general answer that people may say is, well, I just love found me. And, you know, it was just, you know, it was just all, I mean, I just couldn't say no to this guy, you know, whatever. Okay. But, but why did you start this adventure? What do you want out of that part of life? Why when women get a particular age and men too, oh, you know, the, the biological clock is ticking and I, I want to start a family. And there's something about that, that you are excited about and ready to experience. So answer that question. Think back to that time. A lot of it is probably centered around family and a life that you're going to create with someone. And you're, most people in their 20s and 30s aren't looking to create that life by themselves. They may have started it, but they really enjoy the idea of going alongside somebody and 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 just kind of walking in those footsteps. So, we're going I'm going to answer that question for, you know, sake of <laughs> sake of time and the fact that you're not in this room right now. We're just going to kind of go with that. Okay. Then the next question is what did what do your dreams look like? What what do you want, you know, when you're when you're projecting your life forward? Maybe even you're 15, 16 watching this right now. What, is it, what does your life look like when you're 40? What do you want it to be like? And again, it's a little bit of a continuation of the question, but it's important because maybe your dreams a happy, successful family, a loving family, um, people that invest in each other, uh, children, dad, you have an idea of what your husband and the father of your children is going to look like and how he's going to parent and how he's going to lead and what that all looks like. You have ideas about that. And those ideas culminate within your dream of why you're going to give yourself to him, if you will, and why you're willing to invest and start a life with this man. Okay. So that all sounds wonderful. There's a lot of people that would sign up for that, that life, men and women. And there's a lot of kids that would thrive and love to be a part of that family where it was intentional and people cared and people tried. They wanted to improve all of the beautiful, wonderful things that make of a family. That's what we want. That's why we start this. Now, we, we know that marriage isn't the the safest institution anymore. We know that the statistics show that divorce and all of the things that kind of come with that, um, it's been a problem for a while. And so now we have generations of kids that have grown up in those households. And yeah, I think it's supposed to look that. I've seen a few movies where it looked like that, really positive and wonderful, but that wasn't necessarily my experience. And so what happens? Why does this, what's the the root of this? And again, just to make sure we're all on the same page here, it's not that husbands don't have culpability in this, just not today's episode. You're going to have to stay tuned. I will do one about husbands, but that may be a two or three parter. But for right now, we're going to have just a single episode more focused on the wives in the room. So let's 
let's now that we've created this this beautiful image of dream what happens one of the things that happens is that you start to see your husband for exactly who he is there's no rose colored glasses anymore you see his faults you see his shortcomings you see what he does well but the negative sides of him which again all people have negative sides are glaring and it's obvious now some of them may not matter to you much uh, perhaps he uh doesn't close the kitchen cabinets. You may just walk behind and close them because it doesn't bug you. Or maybe that's, you know, one of your pet peeves. And so you remind him, close the flipping cabinets. Maybe that maybe that's where you're at with that. I don't know. But it's safe to say that there are things about him that bother you and things that don't bother you. The question isn't what you do with a non-bother. It's how you handle the things that bother you so let's let's throw out a couple of examples you had a wonderful dad yourself growing up who did these sorts of things like loved to plan family vacations and was always this and now you've married someone who isn't quite as organized maybe doesn't even really look to plan vacations with the family and so now part of your dream and part of your vision has been altered because guess what your husband is not your dad. And this comparison game is deadly in a marriage. When you look at what your dad did, or even other friends of yours that are husbands, well, you know, this guy can fix things, or this guy, look at how he looks at his wife. I'm just going to tell you, you're always going to find something better than whomever you chose to get married to. You said yes to him. And what's saying yes to him doesn't mean that you have the best of all worlds. It means that he was the right man for you. That's why you agreed to it. But as you go through time and you realize what he doesn't have, what he's not as good at, what doesn't come natural to him, because it's, you know, most of the time you may not have. He hasn't had kids. You don't have kids. So you don't know what type of father he's going to be in every situation. You can live with the, the guy forever. There's things that you just don't know that now you know. Okay. It doesn't matter what you learn more. It's, it's why I'm not an advocate for people having to live together before they're married. You're always going to learn more. You're never going to know enough. It's not really about that. More so what it's about is a mentality have you expressed your dreams, your life? Have you opened up your heart to him? And has he met there, met you there in terms of wanting you to achieve those things and wanting to be a part of that journey, regardless of whatever he's good at or whatever he's not good at? And so let's so let's now look at it. How do we respond? How does a female respond to her man? with the things that he's just not good at, but you wished he was, you really wished he was. And this is a tricky place to be. One of the things we already talked about how comparisons can be deadly. Men don't want to be compared. Men don't want to know the eight things that these guys are better than them at. 
that that's not part of how well, I mean probably nobody wants that I'm guessing but definitely but definitely that's going to that's going to demasculinize your man and you don't want that but the other thing is there's actually serious things that go on within a marriage that he does need to be in tune with he does need to make some different efforts he needs to understand how that may hurt you or how it affects you and there's nothing wrong with you being vulnerable and open and honest about how certain behaviors make you feel but here's the deal he can't it's it's not well it's it's disrespectful and rude for him to not listen to you speaking to the women to you not expressing yourself that's that's not good of him but let's say he hears you let's say that he listens to you okay what is what mistakes is he going to make that you're going to remind him about that every single time you know sometimes within marriages and relationships any relationship honestly in general even parent child all of this is that a mistake is a mistake that keeps giving it doesn't stop you don't ha- you don't you keep feeling the negative reverberations every time something comes oh yeah here we go again and the 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 kind of the negativity or the the constant having to remind someone of what they're not good at that's not good and and I don't I don't know always I'm not smart enough to know why I think that this tends to be more of a female thing reminding her friends reminding her children reminding him of just how much he just can't do so many things and that is devastating and detrimental in a in a marriage and and again just so we're all like nobody's confused out there in the world wide web arena it's not that men don't do this to women too and it's not that men can't just be this constant source of negativity complaining whatnot but in my experiences and what i've seen and noticed in so many different marriages and people and dating and just talking to people who've gone through this sorts of this sort of thing it it can be tough and the source of it is she you probably don't feel like your needs are being met and how you communicate that and how you address like oh like for example i really appreciate that you that you're hearing me on this i i and when that when you're with the friends and you want to be negative again and you make a choice not to that's life giving to a man and so what i'm saying is what's wrong with our wives constant negativity complaining and keeping a man in a particular box you know like he's this bumbling fool like homer simpson homer simpson's not real he doesn't actually exist but the way some women look at their men, he, they might as well be married to Homer because that's the respect that is given to him. The man who had, that you said yes to, the man that is raising your children, the man that is working 40, 50, 60 hours a week to provide you a life. He may not be good at these sorts of things, but it's super important to respect, honor, and recognize 
the things that he does. And if you catch yourself in a negative cycle where you just don't really even know why you're being like that, you need to find some positives. You need to think before you speak and act because what a man will do when he's surrounded by this negative cloud is he's going to withdraw that he's, he's, he's not going to be as an active member of his family. He's not going to care. And I'm not saying that that's right, but that's, that's generally, unfortunately what men do is they were, they withdraw from that and say, fine, you do it, whatever. And they stop being a man. They stop wanting to take care of. And they just say, well, if that's what you think about me, then that's what you get. These are the kind of things we want to be super careful of. Okay, I almost need to like stretch and take a deep breath after that one. Um, I definitely would really be curious whether you're following. Um, I did start a TikTok this week, uh, um, the Ben Keat show. So if you definitely leave me comments on there of what you think, what you agree with, what you don't, because that helps me kind of see, um, you know, just kind of the checking the pulse of the of the people, if you will. Okay, we've moved into the segment that we're going to talk about uh, parenting vice in a song. So my parenting vice, of course, is directly connected to what we're talking about today. Let's let's take a different situation. Let's take a divorce situation. Um, and many people that go through divorce don't have to deal with this, and some do. And this could be married or divorced. But but think about this for a second. How do your ki- how do your kids? And again, speaking to the to the women of the world. How do your kids view their father, your husband, whether married or divorced? What what things are you doing to perpetuate your own hurt, the ways that you've been let down, the ways that maybe your dreams didn't come true? You don't want to put that on your kids. That's not their worldview. That's not their story. Their story is with their father. Their story isn't with the shortcomings within my mom and dad's marriage. And so I would encourage you to be really careful in terms of how you project your own letdowns, which let's just say they're all legitimate. I'm not, I'm not challenging your letdowns. I'm talking about how you respond to your letdowns, how you communicate your letdowns. But also what I'm saying is, be careful with how your kids get mixed into that. Um, I've talked to many wonderful women who are very conscious of this. They don't want to rob their child of something with their dad. But let's let's take a little different example. Let's say we're talking. Let's say you're the father of your children haven't been around for years, and he never was good. He never was involved. He never was just always been kind of a piece of whatever. Like he just hasn't been there and now he wants to be involved and now he wants to, I mean, we're going to be skeptical of that. We're going to question whether he's real or not. It's never too late to start doing the right thing to be the dad that you're supposed to be. I just, just very, very kindly challenge mothers who have bore the brunt, I say brunt in a, in a good way, bore the brunt of raising children without their dad who was off doing who knows what. And now all of a sudden he wants to step in and, and do something. There definitely should be a list of criteria for him to get to do that. But let him. If he decides 
at some point that he wants to to be that then whether he was your husband before or or whatever before let him your hurt and your bitterness need need to be dealt with and go somewhere else if possible and again of course i'm not talking about horrendous situations or you you understand what what i'm saying apply what i'm saying to what makes logical sense in your situation i i hope it helps uh, um I'm simply wanting to challenge women and wives in a way that's appropriate and kind, but also direct, that that these things actually matter or are important. Okay, let me go to the song. Uh, it's a song that you probably haven't heard before. It's a the singer's a guy named Tom Rhodes, and the name of the song is We Can Go Home. And... I love this song. It's a good song. It's a simple song. It's a good song. But the reason why I chose it for this episode is the the stereotypical idea of, you know, a man is working and he's going home to his family. He's going home to his wife. He walks in the door. The kids rush to see him. She's there to greet him again with, you know, I know people work just Stay with my story for a second. She's there to greet him with a big hug and a kiss. And how was your day? And, you know, we missed you and whatever that case may be. All I'm really wanting you to think about is creating a place where everybody wants to go and recharge and be loved and to have have all of this stuff that we do in our daily life. That's what it's for. It's for our home. So again, regardless of, you know, obviously, you know, the dad works at home. I mean, work and roles are all different in 2023. I understand that. The point is we can go home and it be a place of appreciation, of intense love, where we listen, where we are dedicated to the people within those walls where we're not going home just to run off to the basement or to to run straight to you know the alcohol or you know whatever is going to be a distraction from what's really important and that's why i kind of chose to do this episode and i really hope you got something out of it um again it's exciting it's on youtube now all these places uh so whether you're watching or listening i hope this meant something to you and i i loved again our time this week and i can't wait for next week I do already know what the episode's going to be about, and it's what's wrong with you. So we'll see. And it's not the Netflix series. Joe's got lots of issues. We're not going into Joe. That's weird. Anyway, have a great day. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. Let's keep the conversation going. You can reach out on Ben's website, www.benkeatshow.com, or on social media to chat. And please remember to subscribe so that you never miss an episode. 